Oh, hello. My name's Jess Wood. Welcome to Get Wood, the most realist, funnest, craziest, sad sometimes, but very real. Let's just keep real underlined a few times podcast. Hello, live from my apartment. It's Get Wood with Jess Wood. Hello. I said that and I'm going to say it again. I appreciate you coming down. I appreciate you hanging out. I appreciate you showing up. This is half the battle, right, friends? Just showing up. Oh, my goodness. Have you showed up for yourself recently? Yeah. Good for you, Jackie. Hey, listen. When was the last time you or your friends were stung by a fucking bee? Listen, who gets stung by a bee as a grown-up person? Everyone that I've talked to, I'm like, I got stung by a bee. And they go, God, I haven't been stung by a bee since I was like seven or eight. I know. What's the deal? I'll tell you what the deal is. I'll tell you what had happened was. Okay, ready? Okay. Okay, ready? Okay. And go. So I clean the art house. And the art house is a Airbnb in Albuquerque. That is a three-story house that is for sure haunted. For sure. And I'll tell you that because I... I don't ever claim to be a medium or a spirit talker or anything like that. But I will say that as soon as I went into this one certain room at the art house, I could tell someone died there. I could just tell. And probably in a sex thing. (laughs) It's a charming, charming feeling to feel like, oh, there was a young lady killed in a sex thing in this room. Oh, dear God. Well, apparently the backstory is these people were swingers that own this house that I clean now, the art house. They were swingers and they were major, major swingers, big parties at their house. And I think I just have this feeling that a hooker was taken from Central Avenue and never seen again. It happens a lot here. I know, it's a real uplifting top of the show here. (laughs) I'm sorry. Hookers getting killed at sex parties. Welcome to Get Wood. Hi. Hope you're having a good Tuesday or whatever day it is when you decide to watch this delightful thing. Now, I also know it's haunted because uh, when I was there yesterday cleaning, the woman that I clean with also is named Jessica Maitokaya. And she said to me, oh, remember that day you couldn't clean with me last time? And I said, yeah. And she said, well, the girl that I brought here to clean with me, she was having a really hard time. And I said, oh, yeah, why? Was she having a hard time cleaning? And she goes, no, she was having a hard time not talking to the ghosts the whole time. Oh, well, you shouldn't probably talk to the ghosts that you're cleaning in. This is what my... (laughs) I was so tripped out that this shit was happening. I was like, there's something happening in this house. So I talked, I called a medium friend of mine. I called a like a lady that sees spirits. And I said to her, what am I supposed to do here? Because as soon as I'm alone in this house, they're watching me. But when Jessica is there with me, my Tokaya, she, it's like, she's safe. She's like a safety situation. So my friend said, the next time you go to clean there, you have to tell them as you enter the establishment, you have to say out loud, I'm here to clean the house. I'm not here to clean you. (gasps) Okay. So I did that and it was very good. It helped very much, but I still have to keep on the old radio going and the music going or else that I feel them watching me. So, okay. 
So yesterday morning, my girl comes, picks me up. Great, wonderful, fantastic. We drive over to the art house. We get out of the car. There's a tree right next to the drive where she parked. And I happen to be wearing a very pink, very bright pink hat. As I usually, I like the bright colors. Anyhow, I'm wearing this bright pink hat. And I notice that a bee also notices me and flies over to the hat and sit, sat on the corner of my hat. Hey, thanks, Bubby. Uh, sat on the corner of my hat. And I was like, oh, no. So out of the corner of my eye and the corner of my hat, there's a fucking bee. And I'm like, okay, all right. But I'm, I'm a grown-up person. I just take the bee. I take the hat off. I shake the hat. And the bee continues on with its life. Well, no. That is not what happened. What happened? Well, the bee lands on my pink part of my hat and I'm like, oh, let me take that hat off and give it a little shaky shake outside so the bee can have some time. Hey, Miss Bee, speaking of bee. Um, oh my goodness. So I thought I shook it out. Then we walk into the house, into the art house where we're going to clean and instantly I'm like, ah, what the fuck? And I, when I have a, when I'm in pain, you want to, here's what I do. I go, ay chinga, ay chinga, ay chinga. And I don't know where that comes from. I don't think my mother screamed in Spanish, but maybe she did. So I'm getting stung. The stinger is in my fucking, in the middle of my, you see that little dot right there? It's in the middle of my, for those of you only listening on audio, the motherfucker landed in the middle of my little crevasse, you know, the crevasse between your thumb and your finger. Like, say you're going to make the okay sign, or you're going to get somebody punched in the face, or you're going to do a little tokage. You know what I'm talking about, that little crevasse in between. Well, this motherfucking bee landed right in there and was like, what's all this shaking? Because I was shaking that hat, and then it must have crawled up into my hand and been like, what the fuck is all this shaking about? Me, And then it stung the shit out of me. And I was like, ah, chinga, chinga, chinga. I was screaming. And my sweet uh, cleaning partner lady, she goes, oh my God, oh my God, are you okay? I said, no, no, I'm not okay. I was just stung by a bee. I've been stung by a bee. And she goes, oh shit, are you allergic? And I was like, I had to take a moment. And I go, I don't know. I guess we'll find out if I start to like blow up. <laughs> I'll do like a Willy Wonka fucking Augustus glout. And um, oh my God, no. So I said, get the stinger out, get the stinger out. It's fucking killing me. And I didn't know that's what, the, I don't know what it means to be stung by a bee. Do you know, do you have any idea what it means to be stung by a bee? Because I really did not. But I could feel that fucking stinger. And I was like, okay, get it out, get it out, get it out. And she had these cute little uh, tweezer man tweezers. They were little like this big and they were pink. And we were both like, ah, you know how when you're like in a state of fucking panic and ouchy, and then somebody pulls something out really cute and you're like, oh, but take a second. Ah, like I, this is fucking killing me and the stinger's poisoning my whole body. But please take a second to look at how cute those tweezers are. Aww, get it out. And so the stinger was just in there and I could feel like there was another piece of the stinger. I'm like, I don't think you got it. Chinga, chinga, chinga. I'm screaming uh, in Spanish. And I go, get it, get it, get it. And so she tweezes it out like my little sweet, my like my, she was like my mouse to my bear. You know, when the bear and the mouse, wasn't that the story of the, or the tiger and the crane, tiger crane. Anyway, the story of the big monster uh, that gets help from the little guy. She came in, ding, ding, and she took it out. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And then we had to clean. And so 
I just put my right, because I'm a righty. So I put my right hand behind my back and I just cleaned with my left hand. And I feel like now I could be like an ambidextrous uh, person. So, (laughs) yes, the lion and the mouse. Thank you, my owl, my sweet sister. Um, Lion and the mouse. And she was my mouse. And uh, But I will tell you all, I was waiting to feel some sort of superhero like I was bitten. I was I've been bitten. And you know, in all the movies, if you're bitten by an insect or something, you have fucking magical powers. Now here's the thing that I think. I think I already you all know. We all know how magical we are, right? I'm a magical bitch. And so I was thinking, okay, what kind of powers am I gonna get from this bee sting? And then I thought, well, you know what? The only the only thing that I can think of that I would love to get the power of from this bee sting is Queen Bee. You know what I'm talking about? I just wanna put together a Queen Bee fucking, oh my God, all of a sudden I'm crouching in a bathing suit, in a, in a leopard bathing suit. I've got like all these wrappers around me and I'm like, mm, uh-uh, uh-uh. You know what I mean? So it feels good, it feels good. Yeah. So it feels good. Then I looked up the spiritual. What's the spirit? You know, because I was raised by my mother. My mother would want to know, Jesse, Jesse, what is the spiritual meaning of getting stung by a bee? Because you know, there's got to be something in there that's magical and stingy. I was like, okay, mom, let's look it up. So I look it up and it says, and I wrote it down because it symbolizes industry and messages from the divine. It's just, I can understand as I'm about to enter into the fucking art house, which is haunted industry. Well, I'm cleaning. This is my job. So yes, B, you're right on the fucking money. B, B, B. What else? Pay attention. That was another meaning that it had. Pay attention. The bee sting will jolt you into paying attention. <laughs> then you have to pay attention. <laughs> So I think my superpower is being more like Lil' Kim, Queen Bee, than ever before. And I am heading to New York, so it just makes sense. We're Brooklyn at. We're Brooklyn at. We're Brooklyn at. So uh, at least I wasn't allergic. Also, just to end this bee story, yes, I did clean for the next four hours. Yes, I did. I'm a motherfucking cleaner, bitch. Do you know that I'm a house cleaner, apartment cleaner, cleaner, cleaner? My friends call me eater. That's right. Eater. That means all the scrubby times. That's me scrubbing a fucking way. It's just insane. I love it. It feels good. So I was pumped off that adrenaline. You know what I'm saying? I was pumped off that adrenaline. So bee sting, bee shmang. I fucking worked my ass off. But as soon as homegirl left, she left for like 40 minutes turn on the radio because these motherfuckers are all out like, hey, what are you doing? So yeah, that was yesterday. Then I got home after I got dropped off from the job and I was like, oh my God. And all of a sudden I felt the poison of it all. My hand blew up like a goddamn balloon, like a Popeye hand. I was like, arr, uh, not arr, arr is a pirate. What is Popeye? Spinach, me spinach. Hey. And um, yeah, so uh, needless to say, I took some Advil, fell asleep, woke up, fell asleep, had dreams of being a superhero. 
it's true. Thank you. Thank you. And you know, I do have the boobie. So imagine they probably just came to me like, mama, they like, they, they were, they were flying over to me like, I recognize that lady. Ah! And then uh, I don't know if it died. A lot of people say once it stings you, it dies. But I swept it out the door. I didn't crush it or kill it. Because guess what? It's one of God's children. <laughs> All right, settle down. Listen, I can't wait to be in Coney Island this uh, summer. Now, you know I love Nems. Bing bong, fuck your life. I always talk about him, but I can't wait to be surrounded by Russian teenagers excited to go to see the um, baseball game. Now, the amateur, the amateur, the amateur, the double A, whatever, the the ball. (laughs) Shut up baseball but not the yankees the cyclones okay so the cyclones are the uh minor league thank you thank you god the pcp and the pain huffing you would think i couldn't even speak but here i am talking to you about the minor leagues so the minor leagues in uh coney island are called the cyclones because the oldest roller coaster is called the cyclone it's a wooden uh roller coaster which i have to tell you whenever i was feeling down in coney island i was like sad i was like i'll go ride the cyclone i'll go talk to some russians you know what i mean oh when you're feeling upset go talk to russians they will make you feel so much better oh my god they because they're so cranky i don't know i never understood that i was like vlad we live at the beach. Why are you so cranky? Ugh, it's, uh, uh, and, uh, duh, uh, I mean, their language is already, it's like, what are you talking? Why are you so angry? I get it. You lived in a place where they, as my friend Sasha reminds me, Jesse, Tampax was luxury when I was in uh, Ukraine. And I'm like, oh my God, that's a lot. So anyway, the teens though in Coney Island, they go to the Cyclones games and they get excited to scream out uh, for the Cyclones to yell out like the baseball stuff. And they're like, let's go Cyclones. I mean, they're very excited. They're very excited to be there. Um, Can you spell the word successful? If I can't spell the word successful, do I have a chance at being successful? Do I, I, it's a real question. It's a fucking real question. And I posted at you, my lovers and my friends and my friends and lovers. I, I, I'm, I'm worried about that. Um, how about I just write lots of success in my life instead of I am very successful. How about I just shorten it up? Same meaning. What are you going to do? I love my Russians. I also love, you know what else I love about the Russians? Is that they think I am also Russian. And you know why I feel? It's because they are strippers. And when you are looking like how I look, they think, okay, where are you working? Right now, in the nighttime, you maybe take a ride from your boyfriend, but you wear your tracksuit, full face makeup, but tracksuit with heels. 
okay. It's something I love, something I miss. I can't wait. Babies uh, yell from their carriages at me. It's happened more than two times. I walk down Ocean Park Boulevard. Ocean Park. Oh, such a beautiful boulevard. I walk down. I see baby in stroller. Baby, look at me. Say, mama. And grandmother pushing stroller says, ha, he think you're mama. I go, I know, because I look like the Russian ladies. Listen, I'm not going to lie to you. I never lie to you here. I always only tell truths. So I tell you right now, I am of the Russian heritage. I am. My mom, uh, Russian, Polish, Jew. How do you do? Hello, and how are you? Well, that might be my superpower. <laughs> Took a, maybe Russian Jews is a superpower. So I was supposed, I'm a little riled right now. If you can't tell, I'm a bit riled up. And uh, as usual, Jessica, you fucking riled up. Things get me riled, okay? I don't feel like a lot of shit is fair. Do you understand what I'm saying here? So I'm going to bring something up to y'all that I've been experiencing. Oh, since I started doing comedy. <clears throat> and I don't think I've ever talked about it before. I don't. I don't think I've ever talked about it before. But here we go. Here we go. Um, I uh, think I know the kiss of death by being a guest. I've guested on people's podcasts. I've opened for people. Um, I've guested on certain you know platforms. And the kiss of death, my friends, is after the show when everyone turns to you and they go, that was the best show we've ever had. I'll never be on again. I just, I'm not being negative. This is just the facts, ma'am. This is just the fucking facts, y'all. Sometimes it's just a little funky to get yourself with somebody and you, you're doing your thing and you're doing your talking and you're having your fun and they're like, oh my God, that was fucking amazing. And then never again do you ever get invited. So it's like, hmm. Also with the opening uh, for people in comedy, I've had these experiences where they uh, have me open and on the way to the show, they're talking to me about other dates and we're going to be booking you and oh my God, this is so exciting to have you as my opener. And then, oh, I do too good of a job. And I'm not going to dumb it down, y'all. I'm not going to dumb it down. And I'm not going to change who I am. You know, those deaf comedy people, they want to put me in braids and fubu. And I said, no, 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 no. Let's not lie. Let's not lie to the people. You know, let's be like ourselves. You know, our silly, silly selves. So I, yeah. Mm, I'm a little riled up right now because I was supposed to be a guest on something and it didn't happen. And I realized, I think I know why it didn't happen. Oh my God, this is so stupid. Anyways, listen, it's summer, stol st <laughs> summer solstice. It's summer solstice, which is let's get it together. Let's get it together. And also, you know, summer solstice, we accept things that are, we get rid of things that aren't. And guess what? I'm accepting the haters. Like Cat Williams says, let the haters hate. That's what they do. That's their job. And if you're a lady and you got 20 haters, you better learn how to get 40 by the summer. And that's what I'm talking about, y'all. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, speaking of taking good care of yourself, what do y'all think? Let's talk about some can crushing. Okay, you know what I'm talking about. Getting your cans crushed. Oh my goodness. I went and got my cans crushed. And let me just tell you something. We got to do it. 
You got to do it, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, and those of y'all who identify as ladies, go out there and get your cans crushed, because you don't know. There could be something lurking, lurking in them cans. And so I went and got my cans crushed, and I ended up walking back to the bus stop and taking the bus back home. Let's talk again about Albuquerque not being a walking town, okay? Let's talk about how a bitch gets her cans crushed and then goes outside. All of a sudden, she's the biggest hooker in the fucking world. Oh, somebody just, you know, it's like all the cars knew that a lady had just been manipulating my breasts. You know what I'm saying? And they were like, hey, I'd like to also manipulate your breasts. And I was like, move it along. I'm not a hooker. Drive it along. Drive it on, sir. It's very much like, oh, cans crushed? Hook her. Ah, that doesn't feel successful at all. <laughs> and then I went and got a little trim trim from like a walk-in fucking joint. Do you know what I'm talking about? Those walk-in, like it was called like Great Clips. And I was like, I guess so. <laughs> and the chick who did my hair, she was great. She's I didn't I couldn't tell either she was 24 or she was 44. Do you know what I mean? I just couldn't fucking tell. And I was kind of going for the ladder. I thought she was my peer. And this bitch, she's like, take him. And she goes, well, I'll be turning 26 to, uh, next week. I was like, oh my goodness. Woo they make them rough here in Albuquerque. It's a rough living out here. There's just not, not a lot. You know what it is? It's the dryness. It's the dry. It sucks all the fucking moisture out of your face and you look like an elderly person. I mean, also, if you're white, you age like a banana. So never a good look. Never a great look. Um, yeah, so cans crush, trim by the gal. It's a good time. It was a good time. Uh, summer solstice, which is do what you must. Do what you must. Um, a couple things about some boys before I go. Oh, uh, last thing about my girlfriend over at the cleaning job. So we were driving over there and she offers me a chip and it's like from, um, I want to say it's from like an Asian market. It's a potato chip, but it's like a chili spice. And she goes, Oh, I love, I, I love Asian food. Have a chili spice chip. And instead of just saying to her, no, thank you. I don't do well with spices. My stomach's a little weird. I fucking launched into the whole shebang, oh kids. I was like, well, I had an ulcer as a child. You know, I felt like I was really giving like my story. You know how we carry our stories around <coughs> with us? Excuse me. Might I take a sip of coffee? Do you mind? Thank you. I love you back. Mm -hmm. And yes, for those of you on video, it is an old Getwood podcast sticker over a Christmas mug. So underneath it says Getwood podcast and then it says ho, 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 because bitch, let's get it. Anyway, do I, okay. I started to talk to her about my traumas and I started to tell her, oh, I had an ulcer as a child and I, you know, my mom was with a really violent boyfriend and he used to put guns up to her face and every day it was really scary and all the times and I didn't even go to the bathroom and the bathroom I used to pee in my closet, which all these things are true, but why did I just it all over this poor woman in her car? And I didn't notice. That was the thing. I just didn't notice. And hours later, we're out in the backyard of the place and we're having a little duber break. We're having a little dubage break. It's really nice, actually. It's like a beautiful day. And we're just like, roll a dubage. And so we're having a little duber break. And she says to me, 
you know, I didn't mind that you trauma dumped on me earlier at all. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, shit, I did, didn't I? I am so, I apologize. I bring all that energy back. And she goes, no, 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 because she's also witchy and she does readings for people and she works with energy. And so she understands, you know, she's like, no, no, I understand. She goes, you know what it is, though? I'd much rather take a trauma dump with someone else, like one-on-one, than say at a party or an event. And then she went on to tell me about an event that she had done where a woman had come up and like done all, and I was like, oh no. And she goes, yeah, so, you know, your trauma dump was really good. Like it was fine. And I just can't help but picture like some crazed child taking a shit when I hear trauma dump, like, like that's the face of the trauma dump. You know, and it's really, (laughs) it's very intense. So don't, so, so I came home and I, yes, I was riddled with bee poison, of course, but also I was riddled with this understanding that we as humans, we're all so fucked up. I'm sorry. We can't, it doesn't matter where you come from or who you're raised by. Nobody gets out clean, right? But the trick I'm finding out is not putting it out on, on people that are, that don't need it. They don't need that, that all that information that I gave to her did not matter regarding a fucking chip. All she wanted to do was offer me a chip. And I'm like, I was abused. You know, like, okay. All right, put it in the book, lady. Put it in the fucking writing because this shit, I mean, can we just enjoy a pretty day? Can we just smoke a joint and relax? So it was really great that she said that to me. And I know she didn't mean it like, you fucking trauma dumper. No, she was very real and it was very honest. And I really appreciated her giving that to me because I learned You know, if we can slow down and get out of our own fucking way, y'all, we can learn some shit. And it's really exciting. Also, adult friendships are very hard. We often, well, not, not, I won't put you in on it, but for me, I often will put like some loaded shit out for friends. And I think that they're supposed to be able to take care of it or take care of me. And I'm learning like, that's not, you know, we all have to depend on ourselves and we get not to be, you know, the trauma depend on yourself. Don't go isolate. If you're feeling shitty, call your friend, go for a walk, take some water. Maybe you want a piece of fruit. You know what I mean? Spiritual gangster friend Jess Wood here will tell you, fuck all those t-shirts that say spiritual gangster. I don't believe any of those women, but right here, right now, here we are, here we are now, now, now. Queen B is telling you, Queen Sting B is telling you, you deserve to feel okay because everyone's having trauma and everyone's getting triggered and everything is always like feeling like your fault, but it's not. Unless you do something specifically to harm someone, do not take their actions personally. And if someone is telling you that they love you and someone is speaking their love to you, you have to take it. You can't second guess it, right? You have to just take it. Because God, fuck, man, if you're asking people to believe you when you put out your emotion, you put out your feeling, and you put out your love, and you're expecting the others to believe you, then we have to believe them. It's not fair. We're We're just like, no, I'm the only one that can put love out. I don't believe anyone else can give me the love that I put out. Well, that's some trauma right there, dumper. Stop it. Uh, 
<laughs> just take care of yourself, you know, and, and when you notice, if you, if you notice perhaps that you are trauma dumping on someone, you can back it up. You can take a breath. You can say, Ooh, I'm sorry. You didn't ask for all of that stuff. And then have a little giggle, just a practice. It's just a practice. We're not all going to get it right away. It's like trying to fucking learn an instrument or do this. Even some people that are doing the old, uh, podcasties, they're like, Jess, why do you seem so comfortable? You seem so comfortable. I go, first of all, I'm not. What? Second of all, I've been doing this for fucking the whole pandemic. Now we're out of pandemic. So that's years. That's years I've been looking at my face and going, it's okay, face. Just keep doing what you're doing. Face. Oh my goodness. So let me, again, with the boys, I'm just going to check off a couple of the the notes here for the boys. Now here's what's up. I uh, I don't I haven't talked to you about the pirate in so very very long and I will talk to you about him uh, now. Uh my ex-lover's gone to rehab. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. The pirate has gone to rehab. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, when he was first in the rehab, he would call me every day. Every day he was calling, oh, what's up? What's up? What's up? And he shaved his head. He shaved his beard. It was like, I'm doing things that I never did before. And I was like, hell yeah, baby, go. Go, baby, go. But he was with, it was like a jail where he was. It was all men. There was like six guys to a, uh, Yes, Miss B, a little catch up with the pirate. Like six guys to a room, you know, like three bunk beds. It was very jail-like. Then he applied to a Jewish rehab. And the Jews, you know, me, my people, were very, were very open, were very giving. We would like to help you get to be a better person, spiritually and physically, mentally, all the things. So when he got into said rehab with the Jewish rehab, he... Uh, <laughs> It's a co-ed rehab. So when the first time he called me from this co-ed rehab, he goes, well, the roosters, <laughs> they've left the, they let the rooster in the chicken coop or the wolf in the chicken coop. You know, he had some sort of dick down uh, situation. And you know, if you know the pirate, if you remember me discussing the pirate with you, you know, he wears the tight jeans that, he, you know, show his dick line and he does kind of lead with his dick to talk to people what's up ladies and um I fucking I still adore him he still makes me laugh a ton but I'm positive he's in some sort of <laughs> he's in some sort of love uh connection with one of the Jews at the at the rehab now I just know it and my intuition is so strong right now and I say god bless I mean I'm we're not together. He's a couple states away and he's in rehab. Hello. How do you do? Even though, yes, that's my type. That's my type. Embarrassing. Why don't you get a guy who's like maybe been to rehab, Jess, and now he's on the, he's recovered instead of in recovery. I like him when they're raw. I like him real raw. Maybe I like it raw. Anyway, so he's there doing his thing. They let the wolf in the chicken house. <laughs> so my intuition tells me the boy is busy. The boy is busy as can be. And when I spoke to him last, he's like, well, they're getting me a therapist and a spiritual advisor. <laughs> I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> yes, I'm jealous. Of course I am. Um, not jealous of another lover, jealous of him having doctors that I would also appreciate to have. A therapist? Yes. A spiritual advisor? Yes. 
Anyway, you know, Shabbat Shalom and all the things that he could be, L'chaim and all the stuff, you know? Like, what am I going to do? I wish him well. I, I hope for the best. But my intuition tells me, and my intuition is nothing but stronger than fuck right now, you guys. I got to tell you what had happened to me the other night, okay? Now, you know, the, the young uh, gentleman. Now, here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. Uh, it's, it's a kibbutz. <laughs> I don't think he's working on a kibbutz. He's not in Israel, but he is in West Hollywood. So who knows? There could be a kibbutz there. Um, anyway, I, uh, you know, the young guy that I like that I fuck once in a while, uh, the, the, the Hopi, and I always say, I hope he comes back. Come on. He, um, well, I have a joke about him that I do where I say I like young men, inappropriately young men, you know, like all my abortions are coming back to date me. Yeah, it's a joke I do on stage now. Thanks for giggling. Well, I posted it on YouTube. And let me just tell you something about YouTube and these motherfuckers that are so uptight. How many people are going to be like, is this woman's name on a list somewhere? I'm like, can you watch the whole fucking joke and not just think that I'm a pedophilic uh, lady? Like, what the fuck? The guy's 27. You understand? He's not 17, you fucking assholes. So it's usually a man who's like, who comments and he's like, oh dear. <laughs> there was another comment on it that said, well, I was nervous to watch this at first, but I guess it's funny. Hey, fuck you. You know it's funny, you dickwad. Also, am I not allowed to talk about liking young dudes? Suck my poussois. Do you know what I'm saying? Suck it lightly and to the left. Anyway, intuition, baby. This is what's up. So the boy the other night, he wants to come over. And I'm like, okay, sure, come on over. So I shave all the stuff. Shave it all. All the hair. Oh, I had to use two razors. I'm a hairy Jew. So I shave, 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 and I get all gussied, and I got my lotion and the no underpants. Oh, I'm ready to go, baby. Come on in, old big dick D. So he... At 7 p.m., here's another kiss of death. Remember the podcast, Kiss of Deaths? Okay, <clears throat> here's another kiss of death. <laughs> I'll see you in an hour. Oh, this motherfucker's never coming. This motherfucker just never coming. So I'll see you in an hour was the message. Then I go out to smoke a cigarette out on the outside of my uh, apartment. And I'm out there and I'm smoking and it's like lightly raining, beautiful night, gorgeous, quiet. The rain is tink, tink, tinking. I'm think, think, thinking. And then I stop thinking and I go, you know what? Just let it fucking go. Just take a breath. So I'm breathing and I'm smoking and I'm smoking and I'm breathing. And all of a sudden, again, I do not claim to be a mystic or a spirit or a psychic talker or, a, you know, any of that shit. But here is what happened and I cannot deny that this shit happened. I saw in my mind and I heard in my mind, took, fell asleep and took a nap, just woke up, LOL. Fell asleep and took a nap, just woke up, LOL. That's what I kept thinking and hearing. And I was like, that is weird. Then I go into my messages at 9.15, 9.20, supposed to be there at 8 o'clock. And at 9.20, there's a message and it says took and fell asleep, took a nap, just woke up, LOL. I fucking saw the exact thing. I mean, that was in, I've never, that's, that's called real, real life intuition. Shit, 
it came to me like a like a sign, like a billboard. And then it was on the message, exact words. And I was like, oh dear, the universe does not want me to take this. Oh no, I got to set this dick to the side. Set this dick to the side and maybe upon emergency break glass. Do you know what I'm saying? Like Chris Rock said, blah, 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 blah. Hi. Hi, everybody. Okay, listen, it's over. I've gone a little over my, uh, I've gone a little over my time. Excuse me. However, with my pen, it makes it very official. However, I must tell you, I am so fucking thrilled to have these three shows this weekend lined up. And I don't know, I feel so torn because I want to tell you guys to come to each one, but I don't know if you have that kind of money, but if you do, come to each one. Okay, here we go. Starting on Thursday night, this Thursday, day after tomorrow, Dry Heat Comedy Club, opening night, 7 p.m., I will be headlining the 7 p.m. show. There is a 9 p.m. show. Zacabeta will be headlining it. It's The lineups are fire all weekend. All weekend. You can start on Thursday and end on Sunday and see every comic you love, love, love in Albuquerque. We're all going to be there. We're all going to be up. We're all going to be just making you fucking laugh. And this club is so cute. This club is amazing. It's it's tight. It's fucking beautiful. It's, it's gore. It's like small and packed and we're all going to be packed in there and well, don't cough on anyone. And so that's Thursday night. Then Friday night, if you'd like to maybe go to a brewery show, the B2B brewery show is going to be fan fucking tastic with, um, Buck D is headlining. It's just going to be grand. Uh, Tyler Lovely is hosting and, uh, uh, Robert Eister is also on the show. Great show. A smaller, a smaller show. <clears throat> Not as many people, but fan-fucking-tastic. So that's Friday B2B. Then on Sunday, this is my most like, <sighs> like I could cry because I'm involved in this show. Because I went last month and it was so beautiful. First of all, Zach Abeda, if you're not following Zach Abeda comedy, I don't know. I don't know what you're doing. If you're not following Zach Abeda, Josh Fournier, Steph Darnell, like these guys are the shit. They are hilarious. They are real. They are funny. They're always making fun uh, stories and stuff. So let me tell you, Sunday night, I am on the Lobo Theater show. Now, I talked about this last month on Johnny James's podcast, Cancel Culture is the title, if you want to go back and watch it. And I talked all about going to um, going to the Lobo Theater just to support. And then I went to the show last month at the Lobo, and there were people there that heard me on Johnny James's show. And it was so fantastic that they showed up. And I said to them, oh, no, did you think I was supposed to perform? And they said, no, you didn't say you were performing. You just said you loved these guys. And so we came to support the show. And I was like, oh, that's so amazing. I just, I love all the love. I love all the love. I cannot wait. So if you have not been to the Lobo Theater, if you're a local Albuquerque person, if you're a Burkean, Burkean, um, you must, must, must. The lineup is amazing. And I, I just, I cannot wait. I cannot fucking wait. So Dry Heat Thursday, B2B Friday, Lobo Theater Sunday. Are you kidding me? What kind of life is this? It's called Blessed. That's, I just, I mean, come on, let's be real. It's called fucking blessed. Also, I have a gentleman online. He cannot help but just want to send me pictures of his dick. And he's so excited. He has an OnlyFans and he's like, Jess, why don't you want to be on my OnlyFans? And I have to tell him, sir, 
You know how many unsolicited dicks I get? Why would I pay for such a thing? It's like paying for water. I mean, at some point we're going to have to pay for water. So watch yourself. Anyway, I got to go. Oh my God, I'm nine minutes over my usual time. I hope you've enjoyed it. Have we enjoyed ourselves today? I think so. What a good time. What a great, great time. I cannot wait for this weekend. I hope I see you at one or all the shows. I um, I want you to follow those boys and, and uh, really, really good times. And so please go support your local comics. Um, and yeah, uh, share the show. Please share this show. It is, uh, it is free. Thanks, Miss B. Have a great rest of your day, love. And thanks for chopping in, chopping in. Thanks for dropping in. Uh, try to sell, spell successful. Uh, I love you guys so much for being here. I love you for listening. I love you for watching. I really appreciate you. Um, I appreciate your feedback. Oh my God, last week's feedback was unreal. Just, it made me cry again because I cried last week and I cry again. So ladies, go get your cans crushed. Gentlemen, be good to yourselves. Everybody be good to yourselves and be good to each other. And I just love you so much. I'll talk to you next Tuesday. I'll see you next Tuesday, which is Mama L's birthday. So God only knows what are we going to do for her birthday? What should I do for Mama L's birthday and to celebrate. I don't know. Hi, B. Okay. I love you guys and I'll see you next week. And if you have any stories you want me to talk about, anything from the news or anything personal or anything like that, you can always hit me up here. Just DM me. And I love you. Bye. Mm -hmm. It's all love. It's a love. It's so much.